This week in the Gospel of Matthew, we learn that if you say you'll do something, you'd better do it. And we also learn that if you refuse, yeah, it's still a good idea to do it anyway. You're listening to The Weekly Word with Chris Mueller from Everyday Catholic. In Matthew 21, 28 through 32, Jesus tells the parable of a father and two sons. Now the father asks the boys to go out into the vineyard and to get some work done. The first son agrees, the second son refuses. Now, if we stop the story here and I asked you which son was the better, you'd reply, son number one. He sounds like a great kid. He's respectful of dear old dad. He's a hard worker. But the thing is, there's more to the story. You see, after agreeing to go out and work, son number one promptly headed in the other direction, ignoring the vineyard completely. Now, son number two, on the other hand, well, he did the opposite. I mean, sure, he refused to work when asked, but then he went out and he worked in the vineyard contrary to his own words. Now, when Jesus told this story, he was speaking to the chief priests and the elders. Now, in that context, it's pretty clear that on one level, Jesus is talking about the Jews and the Gentiles. You see, God initially revealed himself to a specific group of people, the descendants of Abraham. And over generations, this family grew into a nation. And over the years, God revealed himself to them more and more. Now, through Moses, God revealed the law of the old covenant and Jewish life was built on it. The Gentiles, well, they were everyone else. They didn't have God's law. So on the one hand, Jesus is talking about how the Jews received God's law but didn't follow it, and how the Gentiles, who were godless, would be welcomed and would go out to do the Lord's work. I mean, that's the original context. But it would be incredibly foolish to think that God doesn't have something to say to us in this moment as well. It seems pretty clear that as far as the Lord's concerned, talk is cheap. That was one of Jesus' chief complaints about the religious leaders of the time. They talked a great talk. They loved to talk about how strictly they interpreted God's law and how they followed it. But truthfully, they were corrupt and unconverted in their hearts. It's a trap we can easily fall into as well. There are many signs of outward devotion in our age. We can post online. We can wear t-shirts. We can engage in arguments. We can write blog posts. We can attend Mass on Sunday even or participate in devotional groups. All of those things are publicly saying yes, and they're good things. Okay, maybe not arguing online, but if we're not living out the things that we're proclaiming publicly in our hearts and in our private lives, well, then we're acting like son number one. It's something we have to be aware of. It's something we need to strive against. Pretending to be a perfect Christian doesn't get you into heaven. Acting like you don't have any struggle with faith doesn't mean your faith is perfect. So what are we to do? Well, I guess the best we can do is live honestly. Yeah, we should teach and proclaim the values of the kingdom of God. We should proclaim the teachings of the church, but that is not an end to itself. It's not enough to just teach. We need to live it too. And we need to be honest about our struggles. Now, I'm not saying that we need to make public confessions, but we should make private ones. Confession is the ultimate act of humility. It's a public declaration that you're not perfect. It's an admission you need grace and forgiveness. It's not enough to talk the talk of faith. As followers of Christ, we need to walk the walk. Now, last thing, and this is huge. The second brother didn't initially agree to do what the father asked him, but then he did it anyway. And maybe that's you. Perhaps you've been saying no to the Lord in some area of your life. Well, that doesn't exclude you from his kingdom forever. Like the younger brother, you have the opportunity to turn to the Lord. Every moment is an opportunity to return to the Lord. God doesn't hold grudges. He rejoices when we come back to him. 
This has been the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If this podcast is serving you, please consider going to everydaycatholic.com forward slash donate and making a monthly pledge.